0: is for you father i pray that we would embrace the truth that you will never leave us you will never forsake us that you will never fail us that you are for us and with us and in us and you have a plan way beyond whatever we could expect or imagine if we would just embrace the fact that you're for us and you want to guide us father i pray that every single person Words here. God, may we not just listen to your word, may we do what it says. May we embrace it. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Well, uh, let's start by, uh, let me get you to your place where we're going to do our our reading for the day. It's in 1 Peter chapter 2. 1 Peter chapter 2. And uh, we'll get there in just a moment. I want to set it up a little bit there. Uh, I am so glad that you have made worship a priority today. Uh, It is so important uh, what you are about to hear. And I'm just grateful that you have put yourself in a position that are better than being chosen. Chosen for something. I mean, stop and think about it. When you are chosen, someone has noticed you, and they have set you apart, and they see you, they value you, they have something that they want you to do, and there's just something about being chosen. Whether or not you accept the, 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 the offer, but being chosen is just awesome. Uh, almost 20 years ago, I was chosen by New Cove to come and be part of the church staff and to lead New Cove. And there's something about knowing, and of course this is where pride comes in, knowing that there were other people that were looking at and they chose, honored that out of how many hundreds and hundreds that I was chosen. 20 years later, you're thinking, what were they thinking? (laughs) Me too. Uh, I want to talk about being chosen today. But here's what I want us to do. Usually we kind of set things up, and then I ask you to buy in at the very end. What I want to do today is change things up. And for the next 23 minutes, I want you to buy into what you hear. Don't think about all of the, all the ifs and the buts and all the things you think, yeah, but if, what about this and what about that and all the exceptions. I want you to buy in who's listening to my voice. It is true. It is true. And you buy in and you go, yes, count me in, count me in, count me in. You're, you're, you're waiting for me to say sickum and you're ready to go. So for the next 23 minutes, I want you to think in terms of I'm buying in, I believe it's true. And in the last two minutes, you can rethink and decide if you really buy in to what I'm talking about. So let me ask you a question. Now that you have bought in... What could be a greater, higher honor than to be chosen for the most important renewal project in the universe, the redemption of those around you? Higher honor than to be chosen for the most important renewal project in the universe. And that would be the redemption, certainly, of you. Some of you are going, yeah, I'm not sure. Listen, I would just want to challenge you for just a moment. Like a bunch of scared chihuahuas what i want to talk about is are you to buy into is what project in the universe our, our founding pastor if you're not dead you're not done that god called you for a very specific task and he did not call you just to wait until he returns so that you can just go and spend eternity in heaven which will happen if you put your hope and trust in christ but there's a reason he left us here on this earth and I want you to remind you we'll pick up where we left off last week is that Jesus when he said upon this rock upon the fact that Jesus is the way upon this rock remember where he stated that he didn't state it in Capernaum he didn't state it in a synagogue he stated it in Caesarea Philippi and where he was standing he was standing right in the middle and he said I'm establishing my church Right here where the worship of Pan goes on, where they worship Caesar, where Zeus is being worshipped, where all these idols are being worshipped, he planted his church and said, I'm going to have you stand right here and upon this rock of Jesus is our hope. He's the one where we put our genuine faith in him. This is where I'm establishing the church. And the gates of hell or the gates of current culture will not destroy it. We do not need to be afraid of changing culture. We have been brought here to be cultural change agents by peace for a spiritual purpose. As Jesus defined it, our task is to bring heaven's viewpoint in hell's society or another way to put it, begin at home, over in everything that we do. Together, speaking of followers of Jesus, that wherever we are to reflect the value that it is, and as changing as it is, our job is to reflect the values of heaven May up, what's going on up there, happen down here. So how do we do this? Here's how. Instead of trying to fill our lives with all that we want, which is what society says. It's about you. Do what you want, when you want, however much you want, because you are just one, one instance away from being offended and no one should be offended. Everybody should have all everything they want to add eternal value to the lives of those around us. Instead of demanding our rights, we point people to Jesus. We bring a reflection of the values of heaven. Because here's what I want us to make sure we understand Is that the earlier followers of Jesus They didn't attend church They were the church And so this calls for us Wherever we go That we are the church And it's all about engagement You will hear that word over and over And over again faith. That we are engaged In living out our faith And what is that faith? It's a genuine faith which we're going to talk about so, before we get to 1 Peter, let me just once again ask, What could be a greater and higher honor than to be chosen for the most important renewal project in the universe? That is what you and I have been called to do. Jeremiah 1.5 says, Before I formed you in the part, I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Before Jeremiah was even conceived, God already had a plan for him. Psalm 139, your eyes saw my unformed body. The word is, in the Hebrew, we get the word embryo from that. But listen to this, all the day pointed appointed you to go and to bear fruit name. Stop and think. Now remember, plan. Your exist foundation of the earth. Think about how important you really are. That before the foundation of the earth, before earth was even formed, you were in the thought of God, thoughts of God, and he had a plan for every single one of you. You ought to be blown away. You, who, who could find a greater, higher honor than to be chosen for the most important renewal project in the universe? You have been chosen. You have been pre-picked out by God to make a difference, to carry people towards genuine faith in jesus christ when it says i appointed you it means he's assigned us for a specific task how has god made me how am i powerful how has god well look at my background look at all the things around me where has god placed me because he has a specific task planned for me because before i was even conceived i was in the thought of god before the foundation of the earth he had plans for me and this is huge and i need to embrace that plan you and I are part of a brilliant plan long before this started the planet Earth and our plan it was way before that, and it continues today god 's heart was to choose you before the foundation of the world. He knew you before He made you and assigned you a, pa- a task. If I had a mic, I would estimate why God has you, where He has you. What an honor. What an honor and a privilege to be called to be a part of God's eternal plan contact with the next concentric circle. It's not only your redemption, but you're not done. Friend, don't underestimate vision. What an honor. And I'm stating it again and again because I want you to get it. That vision of God's heart for all humanity is to experience genuine faith. So if it is all, if everything rises and falls on genuine faith, then what does genuine faith look like? That's in our passage in First Peter. So let's look at First Peter chapter two, verse nine. Speaking to followers of Jesus Christ, you are a chosen people. You are a holy. you are a people belonging to God, so that you may declare the praises of him who's called you out of darkness and into his wonderful light. So let's... It doesn't take rocket science to figure these out. Look at what genuine faith is. First of all, you're chosen. Before the foundation of the earth, you were chosen. And he has a plan for you. This huge, this momentous plan and is the redemption of all the people of Acts. But if God, if God placed you exactly where he, he wants you, it's because you have the ability to share Jesus with the people around you right now. And he's placed those people around you, your concentric circle of relationships, he's placed those people around you because their opportunity have been placed right there in their pathway. Don't and what a privilege wherever we go the way we we put on is we represent God to those around us third you are set apart it says you're a holy nation the word holy doesn't mean perfect it just means you've been set apart the presence of Jesus Christ dwells in you so you're set apart you're just different than everyone else And the beauty of this is you belong to God's family. Nothing better than this. You're part of God's family. And then the last part says, here's why we exist, because your job is to be a tour guide, not the exhibit. The world says you're the exhibit. The world says, look at me, look at me, look at me. The world is about image management. The world is all about me and my and all what I want. But that is not our job. The tendency is to be self-centered to every person in this room. Or another way to put it, God wants to be obvious in your life. What a, what a great prayer that you would say, God, would you just be obvious in my life so that when I'm in contact with the people in my neighborhood, when I'm in contact with the people you put around me, God, may you be obvious. May I be so different that you are obvious in my life. God wants you to make him obvious to others. All. and why? because we want to change our faith, the one who has a plan for Christ the person I've encountered with a that's screenshot worthy people that when you encounter people they, they move closer to Jesus not further away from him that they understand more of who Jesus is It's all about engaging, engaging, and you can't stay where you are and go to where you need to be. You can't just stay where you are. It means how, rethinking, rethinking, where has God placed me and how has he placed me there? And what kind of relationships do I have around me and how, what are the opportunities I have before me so that I can make a difference in the lives of those around me? Let's put it this way. The more secularized and post-Christian our culture becomes, the more our church's heart must enlarge for others. That's not specific enough. Let me make it more specific. The more secularized and post-Christian our culture becomes, the more your heart must enlarge. Let's just don't leave it right for the church as a whole. Let me make it even more specific. The more secularized and post-Christian our culture becomes, the more my heart, I'm in it with you. The more my heart that I would pray, God, enlarge my heart for the people around me. Enlarge my heart for those that disagree with me. Enlarge my heart for those that I don't see Jesus in. God, enlarge my heart. May my heart beat the way... Yours beats for those around us. We are literally surrounded by a no spiritual background whatsoever or have little connection to another follower of Jesus Christ and little connection to a church. We are literally surrounded by people. And our job, driven by God's heart, is to remove obstacles that keep others from embracing the good. And we point them. We encourage them that we do everything we purpose than just self well, for every day, I shared this last week, every day we pray a prayer similar to this. How would Jesus want me to live my life today given my background, given my vocation? How would Jesus want me to live my life given my, my training? How would Jesus want me to live my life given my influence? How would Jesus want me to live my life given my affluence? It's all about this God-given appointment to embrace and be relentless in embracing genuine faith. So why is genuine faith? Why do I keep coming back to this whole idea of genuine? Why is genuine faith that important and that necessary? Because your biggest need, my biggest need, the biggest need of every single person you come in contact with, their biggest need, our biggest need, is to have experience genuine faith in Jesus listen to this romans six twenty three for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Think about this: there are two parts to this verse there 's a diagnosis and a cure it is death. And to, to be driven Jesus Christ when you don't live for payment on the other side it's godless. However, gee, even given that diagnosis, there's a cure says, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Jesus is the cure. He is the genuine one we put our hope and trust in. Acts 4.12 says, Salvation is is found here it is in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven. if you did our bible reading uh, dangerous prayers in the u version and if you subscribe to u version and you 've not done dangerous prayers, let me encourage you to do it 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 will it'll disrupt you in a good way here 's One part of it from this week's reading. Instead of coming to him for a safer, easier, stress-free lifestyle, the Son of God challenges us to risk loving others more than ourselves. Instead of indulging our daily desires, he calls us to deny them for something to pick up our crosses daily and to follow his example. You see, if Jesus was right, if Jesus is right, our current culture is in desperate need of him. So, given that, what would be Satan's attack on us? Because he doesn't want the amazing call. He doesn't want you to be honored to be chosen for the most important renewal project in the universe. Back. Back is by convincing you, you're the point of reference. and personal genie. That's back, and straight, back straight again. That's why worship is so important because when we come to worship, we, we're reminded it's not about us. It's about this bigger thing than me. It's about Jesus. It's not about me. I want to encourage you to respond. So the question now, 23 minutes in. Get it? Good. I'd like for you to take your phone, and I want to know you're in. And if you would tap the number on here, 402-260-2400. And then put the word in respond hit send and then you'll get a response and you can respond and what I'd like to know is you're in because you and I what could be a greater higher honor than to be chosen for the most important renewal project in the universe the redemption of those around us if you go to our website with what it means, there's their discussion. I'm in to this call. The greatest need of every person you come in contact with. The greatest need of every greatest issue. The greatest need, and that's what we're calling. Who have made a commitment to Jesus Christ, Father God. May we? us an opportunity to be a part of the of the world to experience genuine Phoebe there may we bring it into our household may we bring it into our neighborhood may we bring it into our offices may we bring it into our schools may we bring it into our businesses god may you infiltrate every area god i pray that our culture would reflect you and not self selfishness god use us use us Father, I pray that we would put our hope and trust in You. That we would not think that this life is about us, but it's about You. And may You give us opportunity to point others to You. Uh, so glad there's of God's Word. Let's do around us. Let's Engagement, the idea of living out your faith, and what does it look like to live out your faith in your very nucleus of home? And so every day, starting Wednesday, last Wednesday, we've uh, been talking about what that looks like. We close out our uh, engagement week uh, by having a get-together on Wednesday night outside, and hopefully by now you know we've made a few changes to make sure we help people to engage. Engage is the big issue, and so I've asked Beth to head up all of our engagement. so uh, if you don't get engaged, it's her fault. And uh, but we are taking it seriously that we want to make sure that every person from the one who first just checks in on our website to those of us who've been here a long time, that we're engaged, living out our faith. And so as a result of that, and you get to meet her and hang out with her on Wednesday night, nothing better than hanging out with Brandy. And so that's from 6.30 to 8. Uh, out, outside, you might want to bring a card uh, to greet her and let her know that you're glad she's here. We'll have snow cones and games for families. Uh, It'll be just a great time. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you. May the Lord grant his favor upon you. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Have a great week.